Hey, 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 everybody. Today we're talking about sales. Sales is really important that you can nail it down so that you can have more clients, more money, more income. And this happens when you can get really good with sales. And we're not only talking about sales, we're talking about sales specifically for introverts. Today's podcast episode is called How to Sell as an Introvert. So stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. All right, everybody. I'm excited about today's topic because I know that a lot of people in my world are introverts. I am an introvert. I'm actually INFJ on the Myers-Briggs personality test and that I is introversion. However, INFJs are the most extroverted introvert, but I still very much identify with being an introvert and that usually attracts a lot of introverts to my market. Although, Not always. There's lots of extroverts around that you might be listening to this and say, no, I'm an extrovert. Or you might be an omnivert. Omniverts can move back and forth and they're very fluid from introvert to extrovert. But introverts do have a few things in common. Number one, they re-energize their batteries by being alone. We like alone time. So if we're out in a party or at a conference and we're with lots of people, it becomes very draining and the very first thing we want to do is when we leave, go be alone. Extroverts actually recharge their batteries from other people. So they feel this itch to get out, to do things, to meet with friends, to show up at parties and conferences. There's that itch, that that need that they must get and that's how they regain their energy. What this looks like in practical terms generally is that if there were a big party, extroverts would go out, shake everybody's hand, meet them. Hi, how are you? I'm this. I do this. How's it going? How's family life? And introverts are sitting back, people watching, until someone comes up to them and introduces themselves. They start the conversation. They allow for that person to come into their space and they say, hi, how are you? I noticed you're here alone. What are you doing? What do you do? How's life? Whatever. How's business? Depending on if you're at a conference or a party. So these are the differences between introverts and extroverts. What that means for sales is that if you go out and sell as an extrovert, you might lead with things about you. You might lead about your product or your service. You might be extra friendly and really make jokes and get people involved in conversation and you are the fire that is starting everything to simmer. Now as an introvert, you might think, oh my gosh, I have to pretend I'm an extrovert to go out and be able to sell, to put myself out there, to be visible, to invite people to a call, to tell people how much I charge, to tell people what's in my package. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of me putting myself out there. In many ways, extroversion is masculine energy and introversion is feminine energy. But If you're an introvert, that doesn't mean that you can't sell. In fact, you are among the best salespeople in the world. It's the introverts because introverts are great listeners and people who sell things have to be great listeners. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about this 
idea of selling as an introvert. And the first thing I want to explain is that everybody cares about themselves. Everybody wants to talk about themselves. So when you are the business owner building a service-based personal branded business and you go out into the field and you talk about yourself, you are fulfilling that need for you. But that's not sales because you are not fulfilling that need to your prospect, to that lead, to that person who is sitting there as a potential customer or client. So what you want to do is you want to be very genuine and you want to say something about them. You want them to start talking about their life, their experience, what's got them started in what they're doing. Not in you and your accolades and where you've been featured and all your certifications and how much schooling you've had because that is irrelevant to the other person. Sorry to say it, it's not about you. It's about them. And so if you can talk about how you can help them or how you can potentially help them, then it becomes just a general conversation, a genuine conversation, a conversation full of authenticity with no end goal. The goal is to see if I can help you, not to sell you my product. So what this looks like is that you want to lead with something positive. What can you deposit into this relationship? For example, you can say, I see some opportunities where we can grow together, or I see some opportunities where you might get more growth in your life, or I see some opportunities where we can transform certain things or we can remove some limiting beliefs. And so you're talking about leading with something positive, something innovative, something that can make a change, something that they can improve on. And if they feel that it is a next right step, then they can do something about it. So you're putting the ball kind of in their court, but you are leading them along the way. Also, if you are really targeted with who you are connecting with and who you are asking to get on a call with you, you are going to have a much higher sales rate, closed sales rate, because you are talking to people who are most likely to purchase from you, the people who are your target market. So you want to be extremely targeted. And then you want to make it all about them. All about them. The results that you can give them is great. But you want to reframe it in a way that they can take it in and use for their own. So they'll say, oh yeah, that is exactly what I'm looking for. Do you struggle with posting content on social media? Is it difficult to show up consistently? Or maybe you're overwhelmed by what to post where? That's why I created my Complete Content Strategy Toolkit, a comprehensive digital toolkit to efficiently and consistently create meaningful content that converts. My toolkit is packed with over $3,000 worth of tools, and the best part? I'm offering it all for the price of one dinner. Go check it out now at AbundantStrategy.com. Now, You want to take the pressure off because I know sometimes as introverts, we feel like we don't want to do this part of the process because we don't want to create pressure for other people. Because when we're creating pressure for other people, in our minds, we're saying we are forcing someone to be extroverted. We are forcing someone to have a conversation or we are forcing someone into this mentality of sales. Like we are getting on this call for me to sell you something. And we are taking them out of their comfort zone unwillingly. And that's kind of how it feels. 
But the truth is, to take the pressure off of them is going to take the pressure off of you. So if you're able to say something in your conversation like, let's see if and how we can work together, I can help you grow. Or you could even say, would you like to hop on a call and talk about this? Would you like to get on a no pressure discovery session with me where we can uncover this, 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 and this and see where you want to go? So you're taking the pressure off so that they come to the call with no pressure. So the main focus of this call is now to see if you guys are a good fit. I've said this before in many podcast episodes and in many live videos that I've done. And this is the thing. There are such things as coach shoppers. People who go from one coach to the next, to the next, to the next. They never can make a good decision. They can never make a clear, definitive, this is what I want to work on. This is what I'm trying to achieve. They're always looking for that next best thing and they are stuck in a cycle. They never get to that next level. I don't work with coach hoppers, coach shoppers. Because the way I see it is that when we're on a call, If you have a problem and I have the solution, the only other reason why you would determine if you and I are a good fit is based on the personality. It's based on the vibe. It's based on what you feel you get out of this other person's energy. So to find a good coach for you or a good person to hire, you need to know that they're going to provide the result that you are looking for. They have the solution to your problem and you want to make sure that it's a good fit. You like them, they like you, you can see each other working together, you, you like their personality, maybe they have a good sense of humor, whatever it is. Maybe you like their thought process, the way they believe. So when you focus on you and this prospect on the other call, all I want you to think about is, is this a good fit? They're interviewing me to see if my package is good for them. But it's just as much an interview for me to see if I want them to be my client. I don't actually offer my package to everyone on the call. Because it's not always a good fit. And I've turned down many people. In fact, I think I've turned down just as many people as I have accepted for a phone call. And once I'm on the call, I determine based on the way the call is going, if I want to offer my package or not, because it might not be a good fit. And I get to decide who I work with. It's my business. And I don't want to work with someone that won't be a good fit, that's going to drain my energy, that's going to make me resent showing up to work to work with them. I want to work with people that enliven me. Like, is that even a word? They make me feel so excited that I can't wait to get on the call with them. I can't wait to see the progress they made. I love talking to them. Those are the types of people I want in my world. And those are the types of people that I offer my package to. So if you can focus on the other person and say, I just want to know if we are a good fit. It's not about the sale. The goal of the call is to see if it's a good fit. So this call is to see if you are a good fit for someone that I can help. Not to see if I can sell you my package. And that takes off the pressure. And then, of course, you ask the qualifying questions and you see, do you have a service, some sort of package that you can offer them that will help them with their problem? So you can even say to them after you've gone through the whole thing, does this sound like it's a fit to you? And if they go, oh my gosh, yes, this is the greatest thing. This is exactly what I need. Where have you been my whole life? Then you say, awesome, let's get started. This is how it works. Or if they say, No, that doesn't sound like a fit. You're like, okay, it's not a fit. No worries. 
So when you come to the call thinking, this is not about a sale, this is about a fit, that's going to be the best way for you to sell. Now, two other things I want to say about sales with introverts is, number one, Introverts are great listeners. We truly are great listeners. Very often, we're also empaths. So if you're an empathic introvert, you are used to strangers coming up to you to tell you their whole entire life story. It's just because your energy invites them in and you're a great listener. So when it comes to sales, the best thing you could do is be a great listener. What this means for you strategically is you just need to come up with some basic questions that you ask on your discovery calls Get those basic questions in, nail them down so they're the same for every single person, and then just sit back and listen. It's so much easier. Now, if you're extroverted and you're showing up to a sales call, I highly suggest that you stop talking. So instead of trying to chit-chat or trying to get the conversation moving or trying to kill the silence because the silence is killing you, instead, ask your question and be quiet. Listening helps the sale and also you want to capture all the language that you're hearing that's coming out of their mouth. When you ask them a question, how are they responding? Those are the words that you want to use again when you just say, all right, let me get this straight. This is what you're going through. This is what's happening. This is where you want to go. And if you can reiterate it in the language that they told you, they know that you are listening and they feel heard. The second thing I want to say about introverts is that you have to network in order to own your own business. You've got to get comfortable with networking because if you are uncomfortable with networking and you never reach into that uncomfortable zone, you are not going to be visible. People are not going to know about you. You're building a personal brand, so you are the brand, so you have to put yourself out there. Now, as introverts, you can do this in many ways. You could go to a conference. You could go to a networking event. You could go out into public Get people's business cards and write them emails and it was so nice to see you and la da da da. Or you can go to a workshop and you can meet with everyone around you and you switch your profile links with each other and you follow each other on social media and la da dee da. But let me tell you, that is an energy suck for an introvert to go out, to make the connection, to be on the hunt. It's also a lot of masculine energy. Introverts can meet people online so much more easier than meeting them in person. So this means adding people to your network every day on any social media platform of your choice. Add 10 people to your network every single day and start talking to them. It's so much easier to know that you are in your own space, in your safe little environment. You can close down the laptop when you've had enough. You're not in a big conference that you've flown to with freezing cold jacket because the air condition is so so low and then you go into all these different rooms and conferences and meetings and you're chatting and you're always talking and you're never alone. Meeting people online is so much easier than meeting them in person when you're an introvert. So you already have the advantage being an introvert to run your business online and to make sales. So I hope this helps you. I hope this changes your perspective a little bit in case you were using it as a crutch, a little bit of an excuse. Oh, I'm an introvert, so I'm not good at sales. Or I'm an introvert, I can't go make connections. Or I'm an introvert and I don't like to be live. I don't like to be visible. If you're going to run a business, you have to have sales. And if you're running a personal branded service-based business, you are the face of the business. So you have to get over that. You have to network. You have to show up. You have to be visible. And it's easier for an introvert, for all the reasons I said in this podcast episode, than it is for an extrovert to make sales. So use that as an advantage. Don't use it as a challenge. Use it 
as an opportunity. I hope this helps you make more sales and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com. Hey coaches and healers, it's time to feel supported in your business. Head on over to our free community to get access to my best resources for free. I'm talking marketing tips, business strategy, feedback, and so much more. Join now at magneticmarketingmastermind.com. See you there.